Welcome to Calming Heart, the sounds of David's Psalms. I'm glad you've joined us for this brief moment we share together. I will be playing some of the music that has been brought out of the Psalms. My name is Steve Reese. I play the harp. And over the last several years, I've been bringing the sounds of David's Psalms into recordings. You can find a lot of my music on my website, www.calmingharp.com. I have CDs available and MP3s. And you can go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and then type in Peregrinati, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-N-A-T-T-I, you will find hours of beautiful harp music that you can just play in the background and be calmed with the music that David may have played for his sheep at one time or another. So as we share this half hour, join me and enjoy the sounds of David's harp. Well, good morning. It's another beautiful day in Florida. <laughs> this is uh, my episode number 120. 120 times I've come with y'all. And thank y'all for sticking with me. In thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I, um, and I don't want to be, um, disrespectful or anything so I'm I want to be careful how I say these things but in dealing with um, my father-in-law and his sickness and his recovery slow recovery from a broken hip and now he has really bad um, decubitized sores uh, deep wounds on his heels so it makes him hard hard for him to stand we're being careful to uh, heal them, heal his heels, uh, but it's taking quite a bit of time because there was so much damage done in the recovery, in the um, rehab unit where he was placed. Uh, we finally just had to get him home so that we could take over the care, and it's, they are getting better now, but it's a slow process. Anyway, last night he was just really, really discouraged, and uh, a friend of mine, um, Jan up in Georgia had sent a picture that had a, a psalm listed on it, and it was coming. It came out of Psalm 37, and I was going to read Psalm 37 too, at least that portion of it, um, because as I read it to Tom, he. He, he almost had tears in his eyes. He said, I really needed to hear that. <laughs> and he said, sometimes I get 
kind of focused in on my own lack of progress and my own pain, and I forget that God is in control. And this is Psalm 37, and uh, verse 7 was what really spoke to him. And I'm going to read it out of the um, English Standard Version. Be still before Yahweh, and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. <laughs> and um, he goes on to promise that the evildoers will be taken care of. Then in verse 11 it says, But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. And it was just a, a time of encouragement for him to hear those words, to be still before our Heavenly Father and wait patiently for him. Sometimes it's hard to wait patiently. But in the end of, uh, of it all, if we can hold on to that, you know, in Paul, I think it's in Corinthians or somewhere, I don't have the date, the text, but he said um, God reminded him that his strength was made perfect in our weakness. And I guess my theme today is A lot of times things come our way that are really challenging and uh, we're not sure why we're having to go through it. I know my wife and I, we, as we get up every morning about 6.30 and, and please understand, I'm not saying this to make any of you feel sorry for us because we have undertaken this task of taking care of Tom with joy in our hearts because we know he, he's 92 years old. He's, we don't know how many more days he has on this earth. And so Shirley said, I'm going to take care of my dad. We're just going to, whatever we need to do, we're just going to do it. We need to put things off. We need to put things off. And so we're here every day. We get up and get over there and get him up by around 8.30 or so, get his breakfast. And then later on, we get him outside and, uh, some days the the wound care nurse comes over and takes care of things and and uh, sometimes it's the same day sometimes a different day another nurse comes and gives him a bath and um, and then the physical therapy comes uh, three times a week and they encourage him he uh, let's see what was it on Wednesday I think it was he was able to walk for 15 feet so that was just a big uh, big improvement and then uh, yesterday he wasn't hardly able to walk at all and so that's was part of his discouragement he said am i ever going to get better is what he said to me and then i read him that verse and so sometimes it's in our health sometimes it's in our finances sometimes it's in our family there's, there's many different ways that we are put on put into the the trial 
the testing of our faith, the testing of our endurance with our Heavenly Father. And, and I would just like to, first of all, receive encouragement myself and my wife, Shirley, and to know that every day by day we get up and we go do the same thing. And and there's going to be a day when that's we won't be doing that. There's going to be a day of Tom getting back on his feet or Tom passing on to his Heavenly Father either way. Um, and then our Heavenly Father will bring us into another set of circumstances. And um, maybe we will be free to travel a little bit more down the road. But right now we're, we're here. We're in Florida. We have our trailer down here. We're, we're, um, so I'm going to be playing. Um, this is an old hymn that I did a long, quite a while ago, As the Deer Pants for the Water. And I just think of um, that psalm where David is saying, just like a deer is so thirsty for water, our Heavenly Father, we are so thirsty for you. And we just we just seek you and we go after you. And so in these times of testing, it's important to remember this as the deer pants for the water. streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O Yahweh. My soul thirsts for Yah, for the living Yah. When can I go and meet with Yah? My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, Where is your Yah? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of Yahweh, with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in Yahweh, for I will yet praise him my Savior and my Yah. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar, Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day Yahweh directs his love. At night his song is with me. A prayer to the Yah of my life. 
I say to Yah, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, Where is your Yah? Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in Yahweh, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my Yah. So that is as the deer pants for the water. <clears throat> I um, we another thing happened this week that was um, I guess you could say difficult to deal with. These things are always difficult. It doesn't mean we that we're we consider ourselves forgotten or forsaken. But our daughter-in-law's sister passed away very young. Um, She's actually less than 50. She was in her 40s, and uh, she had been treated for cancer and then was in remission and then had undergone the same medical procedure that so many people did over these last three years, and uh, the cancer came back with a vengeance, and um, she just passed away this last week, so... It's been rough on that part of our family uh, because they're dealing with a sister, a daughter, um, someone who passed way too soon. And a lot of times we have a hard time understanding those things as well. And then we, my wife and I have been praying for a dear friend of ours who lives up in Kansas, who has had prostate cancer for quite a few years. And, um, uh, we just were informed that he had passed this week as well. So a lot of times we we pose the question, why? And I remember I wrote a little poem one time. I don't know why, but I do know who. It was kind of how it ended up. I don't know where, but I do know who. And I think at times we have to just center our consciousness down to our heavenly father as i talked about last week trusting that he is going to be faithful and so when things are happening that are that don't appear like he's faithful the death of loved ones is certainly among those things that is where our faith in him is challenged and i would submit to myself and to each of you listening that those are the times when we need to 
recommit our faith into our Heavenly Father. To just let him, it's okay to, to tell him, hey, I don't understand, I don't know why. Well, it's okay to ask the question why. But at the end of the day, not to question his faithfulness. Because his faithfulness will endure forever. He will, in the, as we look back on our events, I, I believe there's a time coming when we will get to uh, take a look at what's occurred for us. And we'll get to watch the video and we'll get to see the bigger plan that was in motion. And at that point, we will say, you did exactly the right thing. And, and I submit to you. I, there are many times in my life when several years down the road, I look back and I go like, wow, I didn't appreciate that right then. But I do appreciate it now. I see how that was the best thing that could have happened. But when I was going through it, I didn't think it was so great. And so... Those are the things that we need to remind ourselves of frequently as we pass through these difficult situations. You know, even in the Psalm 23, David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Another place, um, Psalm 6, verse 2 says, Be gracious to me, O Yahweh, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Yahweh, for my bones are troubled. My soul is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. So, in each of those cases, we can appeal to our Heavenly Father and let him know we're, we are discouraged. Let him know we are um, flagging in our courage. <laughs> but Continue to turn to him and appeal to his graciousness, to his. And you know, there is, as I've said before, there are more than one ways of healing. I remember uh, with my daughter-in-law, I wrote her a little note that um, there was a little song that was out, um, Home Free, eventually. The ultimate healing is to be home free. And so as we have our dear ones that do pass on, but have remained confident in our Heavenly Father. In reality, they are home free. You know, I don't know how all that works in timing because our Heavenly Father is out of our time limitations. But the reality is our next conscious moment. I remember telling my mom just before she passed, she said, oh, I thought I was going to get to see Jesus come. And I said, Mom, you are. He, the next conscious moment you have, you're going to see him face to face. And you're not gonna you're gonna not gonna be blind anymore. My mother was totally blind at that point, and uh, I said, "You're not gonna be blind. You're gonna see his face. You're gonna get to see all of all of the events unfold. So don't be discouraged." So I out of out of Jeremiah 17, there's a statement that says, "Heal me, and I will be healed, for you are the Elohim that I praise." And so I wrote a little song about that. It just came to me in the middle of the night one time, and I got up and wrote it down. And so here is what that one sounds like. It's just an instrumental.
Yahweh is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Yahweh is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I ask of Yahweh, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of Yahweh all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of Yahweh and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to Yahweh. Hear my voice when I call, O Yahweh. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Yahweh, I will seek. turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, O Yah, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, Yahweh will receive me. Teach me your way, O Yahweh. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yahweh in the land of the living. Wait for Yahweh. Be strong and take heart and wait. Heal me and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved. For you are the Elohim that I praise. That's really what it all comes down to. None of us, as I've said many times, none of us is here by accident. 
Our Heavenly Father, again in Jeremiah, said, I know the plans I have for you, plans for good and not evil, plans for hope and a future. And Psalm 139 reminds us that he was designing us while we were in our mother's womb because he had specific work that he wanted us to accomplish, specific things that he placed within us to equip us for what he had ahead of us as we walk out this life. Now, sometimes we don't fulfill that all to the best. In fact, I would I would submit probably never do we totally fulfill his design. But the great thing about our Heavenly Father is that he sticks with us. <laughs> he keeps bringing us back. Sometimes he brings us around the he brings us around the mountain more than once. I remember in um, Exodus, I believe it is, he said, you've gone around this mountain enough. It's time to move forward. And so sometimes he brings us to that place where he says, it's time to move forward. And if we are constantly keeping our eyes on him and praising him and letting him know that we want to fulfill his design for our life, even when we fall short, he sticks with us he brings us back to the point where we failed last time and he carries us forward. And sometimes we don't even go back to that point. Sometimes he just puts us on into another place. He goes, let you know, let that rest on me and let's come on over here and let's try this. He is infinitely patient. He loves us more than we love ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows us and our capabilities. And he is never disappointed with us like we are disappointed with ourselves. He always knows what frame we are made of. I believe it's a psalm that says he knows our frame well. And so since he's created us, he knows us. And he knows what to expect out of us. And in the, in the mindfulness of that, let us go forward in praising our Heavenly Father. So I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Stay tuned, as I say. Little pun. I have many more songs to share with you. I have more to share about how this all comes together. And I pray that you will share and help people, especially those you see stressed, especially in these times that we're going through. Bring people to this calming and this peace and this rest that this beautiful music of the Psalms of David brings to each of our lives. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week. Many, many blessings to you all today.